Hey, beloved, welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Rich. I'm an energy medicine practitioner and educator, psychic medium, and intuitive soul reader. I work with people all over the world through my ongoing online offerings, including my bespoke intuitive readings. My hope with my work and with this show is to educate you and empower you to take charge of your well being, raise your vibration trust your intuition, and connect with the presence of loving guidance that is always around you. You can expect personal stories, phenomenal guest speakers, tips, tricks, and how-tos on all things health, wellness, and spirituality. To schedule your next one-on-one intuitive reading, mentorship, or energy medicine session, or to register for an upcoming event, training, or course, head to kellyrichintuitive.com and stay connected with me on Instagram at Kelly Rich Intuitive. Did you listen to last week's episode? <laughs> I know it was a doozy. It was a doozy. I know that a lot of people were like, what? <laughs> really? I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's reality and it's real. And, you know, it's not all like chimes and roses over here like it's also deep shadow work and I think for healers like we sign up for this you know we sign up to do our work and we sign up to do our our lessons or not and then we just my opinion is like we just come back if we don't fulfill soul soul contracts or we don't fulfill our lessons that we need in a lifetime like we'll come back in another lifetime to to do that and to fulfill it or not or we'll come back again and again and again and again so thank you for listening and thank you for all the love and the support and um i'm really happy to be here you know but i think last week was really just letting you know like i'm human too like i'm in it with you i'm in it with you i'm with you and just because i choose to show up in this way and be a guide and I'm asked to really be public and show my face and show up and use my voice. Like all of these things are very real for me in my path, at least right now at this point in my life. And it it can be hard and it's not always easy. And I don't know, I just think it's important to see the different sides of people as they go through things. Because I think sometimes we can get so caught up in like someone being a New York Times bestseller, but we don't see like how they actually got there and the writing process and the late nights and the tears and, you know, the the shutting of doors and, and needing to prioritize time and, and not see family and friends maybe for an extended period of time because they're, they have a calling and they need to do something else for a bit. And I don't know. I want to see more of that. You know, I want to hear more of, of the how and like what's behind the scenes and like what's really going on. And that's, that's just like who I am. I think I've been like that for a while. It's like, yes. And like, that's great. And like, let's hear like the rawness, you know, like I want to, I want to be in that rawness. And I think that's honestly, if I were to sum up my work in like one way, and there are many ways, but just like for the sake of this conversation, I think I would say my work is about getting real and raw with you, like going beyond the the answer of I'm good. And it's like, how are you? I'm good. Like what's beyond that? Like what does good mean? And you may have even heard me say that to you if you've come to a soul reading before, like what does that really mean? You know, I think we live on the surface sometimes and a part of why I'm here is like, maybe, yeah, to ruffle some feathers and like go deep with you. 
<laughs> will hold your hand too and like give you that great mother love on the way down into the darkness. And the darkness, I think, is something that it's definitely feared. You know, I talk about this in my October newsletter about the season of the witch. And I think we've feared the darkness for a very long time. We've feared the mystery. We've feared what we don't understand. We fear what we don't understand. We fear what we can't quite put our finger to, like death. You know, I think that when we come here, like on our way into our mother's womb, like we know exactly why we're going into the womb. We know exactly why we're going to inhabit a body. We know exactly what we're, what we need to do, but a part of being human is having free will. A part of being human is, is having the great mystery present. And it's our job, I think, as a soul in a body when we're here on the earth plane is to really sift through the great mystery, to trust that great mystery and to reconnect to ourselves in a really centered and powerful way and clear all the clutter, all the garbage that tells us that we're not good enough or we're not special or we're not unique or we don't matter. Like all of that is such a garbage that is often just fed to us by other people who were given that same message as a child or a teenager or an adult. And I think we we just fear what we don't know. And there's like a part of us that can't necessarily know like what happens when we die or like what really happens in the birthing process. Like when my sister, my sister Miranda was born, she's nine years younger than me. And my mom had me in the um, delivery room. Like I was front row and center, just like in it. Like what's, what my brain was like, what is going on? Like what is happening here? But also I like looking back, I feel very privileged to have had that experience. And I think that that witnessing of life literally coming into the world, like through a woman's birth canal, like how magical are women like really, you know, like how magical is the birthing process? Like, how does any of this make sense? Like, I get it. There's science. Like I studied science for years, bio, anatomy, all the things like I get it on that level, but in a way, like I don't, there's a mystery to it all. And like, yes, the sperm and the egg, like I get it. Like, I know there are folks, the very analytical logistical folks that are like, well, we can talk about, no, like I'm talking about the the even like fact of like how that particular soul enters that body in that mother and how there are so many different birthing experiences and how, you know, it really brings me into my personal studies of witches and like where the term witch even came from and how women were, when a woman had a baby, like what happened was her team of other women would just be around her and in, in supporting her. And they just knew what to do and they knew how to help to some extent. And the midwives and the the doulas of, you know, the 15th, 16th century and way beyond. I mean, like we're all here and we all have many, 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 many ancestors because women birthed their babies, you know, because they knew what to do or, or the people in the room, like just were there to support. And there's one thing that, that is said sometimes that irks me. And it's when, um, doctors take, um, 
how can I say this? When they take like not responsibility, but they take the credit. They take the credit for delivering a baby. Oh yes, I delivered Maria's baby. And it's like, did you though? Like I think Maria delivered her baby. I think you were just there like supporting her and like doing your magical things. Yeah. And like knowing if the baby's breached or needs something else or there needs to be an intervention of some kind, but like she delivered her baby. And I think that's something that like, (laughs) you know, moving forward and this has been coming up for me recently where when I hear that I'm like "Mm, actually like no you like you didn't or even when a woman says like someone else delivered her baby I'm like really like do you really feel someone else delivered your baby (laughs) I I don't know maybe this is going to piss some people off but it's just how I feel and I think it's important to reclaim our power in that way too of like there is a great mystery inside every human being and we all have divine and masculine energies within us but I think there's something about like birthing a child or having the possibility to birth a child and it is just, there's a mystery to it. And there's a Silvia Federici, she is a phenomenal writer and she talks about witches in the witch hunt and very like, how can I say, she talks about witches in a way of like historical Um, events where she has done a lot of extensive research and she talks about how you know the intervention of a man into the the birthing process and into the actual like delivering of a child happened because the one theory is that like men and some people were very threatened by this mystery that women had together and like only they understood and the power that was really cultivated in the like birth rune where um, they were delivering babies. I mean, like how miraculous, like your wife goes in, she's got this big ass belly and then she comes out and she's like, get this kit. I mean, it's just, there's a mystery to it, you know? Like even you as a mom, like maybe you you know that and like to the core of you, maybe words can't really understand, help us to understand what your experience was because it was probably very unique to you. I know it was unique to you, but there's a mystery and I think we fear the mystery and through that fear of, uh, through having that fear around the birth process and the mystery around it was the intervention of men into like the room. And then all of a sudden there was this time, I'm forgetting the exact year, but there was a time, I think a couple hundred years ago, or at least a few hundred years ago where women were no longer in the room and men really started to interject into like OBGYN and really dominating the field. And like, you couldn't even go into the room. And I think that's when maybe the, this is my personal opinion, you know, this isn't factual, it could be, but I'm going to say it's my opinion that men wanted that control or people wanted that control taken. It was like a disempowering, disempowerment of women and the process. And then I think that that language of delivering someone else's baby for them started to interject and kind of come into our collective consciousness. So I think a part of the rising of the divine feminine, it, again, it's not about like dismantling the, like, I don't, I'm not into dismantling patriarchy. You know, I used to use that language, but it's resonating less and less for me, and it's not about like dismantling the masculine. Absolutely not. It's like this rising up to meet one another in support of one another. And I think we can all agree there is an imbalance that's very palpable collectively in all of us. And 
if we are really to reclaim the goddess and really reclaim this great mystery we all have within us, like we've got to go into our own fears. We've got to go into our own darkness. We've got to look at where we've given our power away, whether it was in the birthing process or eating a sandwich down the street and someone didn't like how we were eating and we started to change how we, I mean, like seriously, like in all aspects of our lives. And we, I think we've got to go there and we've, we've just been fed all this shit around fearing what we don't know. Like you don't know what's going to happen today. You don't know what's going to happen when you wake up tomorrow. You think you do. You you think that you can control the time and your routine and, and, and how you show up. And like, to some extent we can, but there's always the great mystery. There's always the intervention of the divine and it's always to support us whether or not it's comfortable i want you to rewind and listen to that last piece again because the divine is always here guiding us but i think a part of being human is like going into the darkness and i think we do our best to just avoid it not everybody but most people so that's all I really wanted to talk to you today. I wanted to kind of get your gears turning around like what what is your belief around the birthing process and and you know it can be humans, it can be dogs, it can be any creature, but there is this like really innate thing we all have within us, no matter our gender, you know. And we create with our hands and we create with our minds and our thoughts and our words and our actions. And you don't have to have like a physical baby to tap into this energy. Every day I feel like we can birth something like this podcast is my baby, (laughs) you know, like this podcast I nurture and I pour love into and energy and time and resources. And it's a creation that comes from my soul. It comes from my heart. It comes from my hands and my voice and my mind and my spirit. And I think, you know, we can get caught up in that, in that same like piece that I was talking about a moment ago of, you know, a woman having a baby through her birth canal, but it's much deeper than that. You know, like it can go beyond physical baby. It can be how, how do you share your art with the world and do you let other people take do you let other people take you know like credit for it i think sometimes we we do that especially as women i find myself doing it like when people come to me and they'll say like thank you so much for the work you do in the world it's really changed my life you've changed my life and i'll, I'll use the podcast as an example i also hear that the podcast has changed people's lives and has helped them like quit jobs and leave relationships and say things they never thought they could and heal parts of themselves that's been hurting for a long time. And this is really big. Like it warms my heart, but there was this tendency time to time that would come in for me to say like, oh no, like you did it. Like you've done all your work. Like, no, no, no. But I think that that can be a little bit of spilling of insecurity from on my part of like not taking credit for how I show up and not saying that like, yeah, the podcast like changes lives and like it's the all or nothing show and like I'm a high and mighty God. Like absolutely not. Like you are your own healer. 
your healing is completely in your hands, but I think that we can be inspired and guided by others. And I think there's a credit to be taken for ourselves and really honoring how you show up if if you show up in a similar way and maybe just saying thank you. Like, wow, thank you for sharing that with me. That's so beautiful. And, and honoring the work that you put in and honoring how you create things and how you share them with the world, I think is a, is a way to heal that creative energy within you, that great mystery within you is like honoring what you create, honoring what you birth and honoring the process. Because, you know, someone said like, how did you come up with the podcast? And like, I have no idea. Like, where did it come from? I don't know. I mean, I could probably figure out some way to tell you like it came from a dream I had. And then I was driving home from Kripalu. Like these are all real, you know, like I was driving home from Kripalu and I really needed to finalize the name and I'll never forget where I was driving alone. And I remember like, hope the popo isn't listening to this, but I like got out my phone and I think I just pressed like the record so I could record what was coming through and I wouldn't lose it. And I just started like talking and I just started channeling and own your intuition came through. And I was like, that's it. Where did that come from? I don't know. My higher self, maybe. My guides, maybe. Was it already written in the ethers? Maybe. Like, I think we're so thirsty for having all the answers. And it's like, why? Why do we need the answers? Why can't you just trust what's moving through you? You know, if you're in integrity and you're centered and it feels good, like, go with it. I think we censor ourselves too. Like, we. We don't want to take credit. And I think that when we're disempowered, like my theory, like when we say, yeah, Dr. So-and-so delivered my baby, it's like, really? Like you think, do you really think that? Do you really believe that? Like that hurts my, that, that genuinely hurts my heart. And I just encourage you, like if that triggers you in some way, like just sit with it. That's all. Just sit with why it comes up. If it doesn't resonate, let it go. Keep saying it. I'm just sharing my opinion, but really like you're magical and powerful and strong and you're connected to that divine, 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 divine force that knew how to grow a baby in you, that knew how to birth a baby in you, whether it was a physical baby or not. Like maybe it was a podcast and it grew and it grew and it grew inside your heart. And then one day it was like, shh, I'm ready to come out. I'm ready to be shared with the world. Like it's time. You got to go through the beginning, the middle, and the state in the ending stages of its life. Like it's hopefully this is making sense, but just kind of let this one riff and didn't plan this one at all. I just sat down, pressed record. This is what just came out. So if you're triggered, okay. If you're not, okay. We can all learn from each other. We can all learn from how we feel with different interactions and, um, I just pray, I pray for you to really reclaim that beautiful, great mystery power you have within you and to not fear the darkness that you hold because you do, you hold darkness just like we all do. And it's not darkness to be feared. It's darkness to be embraced. There's a power that can come through us when we embrace our own shadows and I'd be honored to work with you in some way. If you want to work together, I've got the Own Your Intuition 2020 two course that's up open for registration this is my deepest dive into really reclaiming your unique healing energy and connecting to your intuition in a deeper way this is for 
spiritual wellness and health business owners and people that don't own a business. Maybe they are stay-at-home moms or they work for another company and they're in finance. Like this real this course really is for anyone that wants to deepen their connection to their intuition, their guides, and go and not afraid to go into their shadows and do their shadow work and join a really powerful group of women that you know, every time I do this, they all rally to, to each other. And I've heard they rally, you know, around one another. There's a support, there's a real strong supportive force field in the own your intuition course. And I recently received feedback from someone in the 2021 experience of OII. And they said that they healed their relationships to women by being in the group. They felt like they could trust women in a way they've never been able to. And I think that really tells you all you need to know. <laughs> it's it's a really beautiful experience. If you're not really wanting to go that deep into six months with me, you can schedule a soul reading, come to a workshop, you can join Autumn Medicine. It's all at kellyrichintuitive.com. Thank you for being here and I look forward to continuing the healing with you. I am truly honored to have you a part of this growing community. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode on the Own Your Intuition podcast. To schedule your next one-on-one session or register for an upcoming event, training, course, or retreat with me, go to my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. If you learned or got something from today's show, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with your loved ones, and I'll catch you next week for a fresh episode.